this is Michelle with Mom's Letting Go. If you're here, it's because you have a loved one who is struggling with addiction. First and foremost, I want you to know that you're not alone. Today, I want to share something very close to my heart. Many, many of the moms who join our private Facebook group have kids that have already died from overdoses or other illnesses brought on because of addiction. And my heart just breaks for them because I know that any day it could happen to me. Um, And I know that all the moms on our page, that is their greatest fear is that they will lose their child to addiction and there's nothing they can do and and we just feel so hopeless because we're so full of love for our children we we know them better than anybody and see their potential and see their purpose and just suffer every day watching them um, when they're in active addiction and even when they're in recovery we know that a relapse is just a blink away or it could be so it's something that's always close, close to our heart. So I, last year, I was asked to speak um, to any, at an event where some of the parents had, were grieving and had lost a loved one. And I didn't know what to say because I hadn't, I hadn't been through that personally. But uh, I went out and researched a little, and, and then I asked five or six recovering addicts, I said, will you share something with me? If you had died in active addiction, what would you want your moms to know? What what would you have wanted them to know? And I think what they shared with me was profound. And so I'm just creating this today for some of those moms who come to me and say, how am I supposed to get over this? How am I supposed to heal And I can't answer that. Everybody's different. How do you heal? I guess you just have a conversation with God and say, God, how do I get over this? But if you're struggling with guilt or something, I hope that these letters um, that I'm going to share with you will help you through your grief. But one of the things that I'm sure you know, but grief is the price we pay for love. It's the price we pay for love. And if we think of grief in this way, who wouldn't want to be without love? You know, if, if it means we wouldn't have had the blessing of our child. So the fact that you're grieving is because that there was such profound love there for you. And that in itself was a blessing however short it was. Um, For those who are listening and still have a loved one battling this disease, just know that, of course, our children are always worth our love and this fight. So I asked God, I said, okay, God, what am I supposed to say to these grieving parents, right? And so somehow or another, he just led me to these people And um, I'm going to just share with you what they said. And I said, if you had died while in active addiction, what would you have wanted your moms and dads to know? 
All five recovering addicts cried when they wrote me their answer. When I said, well, why did you cry? They said it was because they knew how close they had been to death. And they felt shame and regret for the pain they had caused their parents. Addicted loved ones don't want a life of using. Yes, they might make the first choice to use, but afterward their liver and brain chemistry changes and they can't stop. Not for us, not for their children or anybody else. Um, And it's not until they are ready that they can get the help that they need and, and accept that help. So just for a short time, if you could just close your eyes, if you're not driving, if you're not driving, if you're driving, you have to keep your eyes open. Um, But imagine your child standing in front of you right now. Your child is so close that you can almost feel him, touch him, smell him. Um, and, And you recognize his familiar scent. And he looks at you and his eyes are sparkling. He's totally connected to you. He's not using, he's not under the influence. His eyes aren't red or droopy. And there's a joy in his smile and his cheeks are rosy or hers cheeks are rosy and she's standing really tall in front of you. She's filled with peace and she extends her hand to you. And she says, hi mom, hi. There's nothing you could have done to prevent me from using or losing my battle. You didn't do anything to cause my addiction, and there was nothing you could have done differently to get me help. It was my own stubbornness that caused me to stay stuck. I wish I had had gotten help sooner. I'm sorry I wasn't strong enough to save myself or ask for help. Please don't remember me as the person in active addiction. That wasn't me. Remember me as the person I was when I was sober, that person who laughed and enjoyed spending time with you, who was respectful and appreciated you. Remember the fun times we had together, like when we played board games and rode bikes. Remember when I lost my first tooth, when I drove our car for the first time, when we used to hang out together. Don't beat yourself up about the what-ifs or what you could have done or should have done differently. I knew that I was loved deeply by you, and that helped. Now I'm in a better place. This isn't goodbye, but it's farewell until I see you again in a place where there is no such thing as addiction. I'm finally at peace and no longer living a miserable, pain-filled life. I don't have to suffer every day. Maybe now you'll be able to finally sleep at night, too. I don't want my death to be for nothing. Will you share my story with others? Maybe you could save someone else's life. Be outspoken about addiction. Support other moms who are going through this. There are probably other moms who are trying to bury their pain, just like you did. Help them talk about their pain. Show them joy. Above all, know that I loved you. And I knew you loved me, your angel. I'm so emotional. Those were the little quips that were sent to me through writing. When I asked, 
recovering addicts, what they would want their moms to know. These are their responses. They're not mine. They're not mine. One of the responses was from my son, and I was so glad I asked because should he die, I at least have that in front of me. These men and women who answered this question wanted to bring you their message of hope. They, like me, are hope builders. Hope builders. If your deceased um, child was here today, he or she would probably have the same words for you. Every single one of these people who shared their answer work with recovering addicts right now. They, they share their story with others in, in the recovery ministry. It's, it's just so beautiful. Somewhere I saw this quote, grief comes in two parts. The first is loss. The second is the remaking of life. In the remaking of life, these recovering addicts chose to minister to others who need them. As we move into the second part of our grieving, let us remake our new life by joining a movement to bring awareness to the dis-ease of addiction. You, moms, have the ability and the blessing to speak of up on the behalf of your son or daughter. It's a spiritual battle, so today I pray that you can open your heart and ears to God or your higher power and listen for his voice. He will take you on the journey that will bring the highest reward to honor your son or daughter's legacy. Let your child's light live on through you to give courage to be a hope builder and pour into the lives of those who struggle. If we can do this, then our children's loss of dreams and life won't continue to live on. Or, no, let me rephrase that. If we can do this, if we can be the hope builders, then your children's loss of life will be for other people. Your child will continue to live on through you your efforts and your influence on others. The greatest disease is to be nobody to anybody. The greatest disease is to be nobody to anybody. Your child mattered. And I hope and my prayer is that you can find a way to memorialize your child in your efforts to bring hope to others and to be somebody to somebody who is hurting. In this I pray. God bless and I hope you continue to heal from your devastating loss.